the artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artists themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. Today's guest is the essence of what it takes to fully bet on yourself. An artist, a producer, a musician, and a songwriter, not to mention a badass drummer hailing from Atlanta, Georgia. He decided to pack up, drop out, and make the dream happen in Los Angeles. Finding success writing, producing, and working with other artists, he is now ready to make his own story as an artist and release his first song, which is coming out Friday. On Friday. And this will be coming out today. We actually did an original one. I wasn't <laughs> going to tell everybody, but I messed it up. Please welcome our guest, Tristan. Thank you for having me. That was welcome, a very, dude. very kind intro. That was a, it was a jabbled, messed up intro, but it deserved better. Still thought that counts. And, and it was way better on the first time I did it, but I also lost the project. So we're back. But now we got video. There we go. So people can see that you're here and they can see your beautiful face. Thanks, man. <laughs> so this season, we're talking a lot about what it takes to fully bet on yourself. And in, in this industry, it's super tough to know when you're fully ready to, to drop everything else, to be willing to put 150% of your effort into into becoming an artist in whatever form that art is, whether it's a producer, a songwriter, and an actual, you know, face-showing artist. You are releasing your first song on Friday. I am. And you've been producing for other people for a while, songwriting, and you just made your way out to L.A. Where are you at in your head right now? What does all this feel like? It feels like every piece of the puzzle is coming together, mm. I think is the best way to put it, because for so long... I've only been singing for like two years, you know, so for so long it was like, oh, I'm just not there yet with that. But like I, I can produce and I can write. So I'm like learning from the people I'm producing for, like studying their vocals, like literally when I'm mixing, I'm like, OK, how they do that? Like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but like there was always that part of me. It's like, oh, I can't wait to be, you know, that those be my vocals. Um, and then now they are. And then now it's, you know, all of it. A song I produced just came out last night. Jay Sensei, Slightly Insane. Shout, Shout out. out the boy. It's um, a phenomenal song. Really well produced. Thank you. And with that song, you got to work with a couple friends that are super close to you as well. And, and you guys are all kind of proud of this process. You were just the person that, that made it happen and put it together. Yeah, I had, you know, Ty with the Wi-Fi. Shout out. Shout out the homie. Um, He'll be on soon. Ty. He's got, like... A, a gross amount of loops i don't know how many exist but super talented a lot yeah and uh i just i was actually at my like my brother's size house in uh in atlanta for new year's <clears throat> and just used one of Taz's loops and made the beat um and then sent it to sensei and then he was like this is the this is the one like he was like freaking out so that was cool but uh but yeah that coming out this week and then my first song coming out friday it's like a very yes, sir i hope for a lot more weeks like this you know are you uh Telling people what the song's name is yet? Of mine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's called She. She. All right. By Friday, everybody, you better go, you better go stream it. Get this kid up on his first his first song. Yeah. First song is an artist. And what is it like knowing that not too long ago you were in class? You were sitting in class. It feels in a like a long state. time ago, but um I always I'm like very grateful for where I'm at and I, I don't get stressed too often. Yeah. 
like I, there's a lot going on but i don't get like i'm never like negative you know yeah, like but whenever i do still get like a little overwhelmed i'm like dude a year ago you would have given everything to be where you're at right now mm-hmm. you know i dropped out um going into second semester sophomore year so a little over a year ago and uh yeah i mean like i could be in zoom guitar class right now still like not the not the vibe zoom guitar class. <laughs> i don't we don't need to talk about it it's not it's isn't not that just youtube <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you got to pay for it. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Uh, I mean, I get it. And, and, you know, crazy times, crazy things happen. Yeah, and I mean, none of us knew what to do or what was going on. But So where were you time, at school? Middle Tennessee State University. Middle Tennessee State. Right outside of Nashville. And you were in school and this crazy, stupid fucking pandemic happened. And the whole world changed. Yeah, And definitely. you went into school with a very different outcome than you were expecting it to be like yeah i mean i covid hit second semester my freshman year um so at first it was like oh this is pretty cool like i get to do music all the time granted i was doing music all the time in high school but i was like okay now i'm in school just for music yeah um which isn't entirely the case you still got your regular classes <laughs> but um but you were there for that, that was, yeah that was yeah the, that the was the sole reason that was the purpose for sure um and then sort of was like kind of unhappy with where I was at I was like just ready I was like I just gotta do it like I'm I'm tired of this right before COVID and then I was like plotting any way I could in my head I was like how am I gonna get out of this like how am I gonna get to LA or like wherever it was gonna be I knew at some point it'd be here but it's like how am I gonna get out there and then COVID hit and I had to go back to my mom's house so I had a lot of time to figure it out totally (laughs) essentially you know so you're sitting there and you're at your mom's house and you're thinking shout out mom love you shout out mom <laughs> absolutely you got to be you got to be grateful for the yeah, people that helped you get here it's the goat <laughs> um so you're sitting at your mom's house and what's going through your head are you thinking i could be i could be out right now learning in real time versus sitting in these classes or wasn't it was it not even like that was it more like i i can't do these classes like this it's time to just to get out there and figure it out bit of both. I mean, I think I was definitely felt like, I mean, I don't want to speak ill of the school because it's more of like a personal choice um, for sure. Like I think choosing whether or not to be in school. I mean, there's like definitely um, certain things that school is better for totally, and certain things that it's not. But like I do know that I learned more on like a 30 minute phone call with someone in the industry than I did in like a year and a half of school. So, or like, and at least more applicable stuff. And also like, the things you learn, say, out here working with people um, and being in it is that those things you learn lead to opportunities. Mm-hmm. Whereas in school, it's kind of like they still want you to go for four years. It's still an institution. It's still a business. They still want you to pay your dues, go through the full four years. Like, you're not going to get all the info right away. Totally. There's some jobs where you want somebody to be in school for. You don't yeah. want a doctor working on you. Well, now I'm worried. Like, everyone's like, going to be a Zoom doctor. Like, I'm terrified. My doctor's going to be over 50 the rest of my life. Gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different thing when some jobs you need to go to school, and that's just part of it. And then there's some doctor, or there's some doctors, there's some <laughs> jobs where school, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to say that school is the wrong choice because I know people who went to schools like Berkeley yeah. and these different places where they got an education that truly did give them not only a lot of opportunities, mm-hmm. but all the knowledge they needed to at least start. Yeah. But then, like, I went to Columbia, Chicago for audio engineering, mm-hmm. and there were some parts of it that I got 
I got a lot out of, and yeah. it was amazing. And then the bulk of it, <clears throat> I needed to learn when I went and worked in studios, and I was the runner, and I was the assistant, and I had to, you know, kind of, kind of hear that me knowing all the information isn't isn't the whole thing. You have to know how how to read people and how to how to feel out the energy. It's such a people industry business, it's, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's crazy. So people based, you know. And kind of going on that people based part, you packed up and you moved out to LA and people are a big part of your journey from there on. Yes, absolutely. Without question. Should Kinda, I just should I just go ahead and explain the yeah, whole please okay. fill us in. These are all our friends, you know, at this point. Um came out here in April, met with some people I'd been talking to out here, um, visited, got very lucky and met Danny Shyman, David, uh David Miller. And uh shout out to the boys. Shout out to the boys. The best. They will be on an episode very shortly. Yeah, those are the those are the big bros. And uh, ended up, long story short, crashing with them my first month out here. Who hasn't? Um, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Who hasn't stayed at Danny? If you house? haven't slept on Danny Scheinman's couch. You haven't made it. You're you're one of the few. Yeah, you're one of the few. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I crashed there. And through them, met Jake. and met so many people. But basically, you, everyone I know basically is through mm-hmm. them one way or another. Um, and I, yeah, I'm very grateful for those guys. So from Danny's house, you moved into a house with... Baby Jake. Correct. Jake, who was on an episode recently, who's the way you described him is he, how, how do you always describe Jake? You say he, uh, it's big bro, but, but he's, he's a, uh, he's a builder. He, he wants to lifter, yeah, a lifter. Word sorry. A yeah, yeah. He, he lifts everybody around him. And I feel very similar about Danny and David. Yeah. Um, and Mickey, mm-hmm. Mickey, those, those four guys are four of the biggest lifters in that I've ever met and and had the opportunity to bring into my life and and be brought into theirs. And it seems like the same for you. And that's a big part of this industry is finding the people that are willing to bet on you, just like you're willing to bet on yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And not only bet on you, but love you Mm -hmm. and be there for you outside of music and all these things. And those are the people for you. Yeah, absolutely. Jake, Danny, David, Mickey. Yeah. And then, and, now we we get to go to Shabbat all the time with yeah. a group of people every Friday that are really the essence of family. Yeah, it's that a great, are that are community for sure, allowing us to to really build and 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 everybody around around them and and you know it's yeah. just this big this big conglomerate of of talented but loving people. Yeah, and that's a a great um combination yeah you know they don't always necessary yeah necessary for sure i think that's when you get the real good the real good shit totally. <laughs> is, is when it's a combination of like pure intention and like caring and then also yeah. being talented because you can be talented and be an asshole and like you're, no one cares or you could be like totally. you could still be really supportive but then you know you're just like kind of a friend which is great everyone needs those totally. but um as far as like career goes when you have that combination of people that'll support you and are talented then it's like it's the magic. Let's go. that's the team you know that's the team that's a it's a big thing to think about for anybody who's out there and wants to know how to make la happen how do i meet danny shaman <laughs> meet, meet, Dan, meet danny shaman for anybody who wants to know how to come out here and feel successful it, it comes before you're selling out stadiums. The success comes before you're 
making hit records. The success comes when when you get to go to somebody's house with 15 other people and know that every person in that room is rooting for you and loves you and that everything from there is extra. You know, yeah. all of that other stuff, all the success that that most other people see comes second because without the support, it's a very hard place to be. Yeah, I mean, it's foundation. And yeah. that's something I'm very grateful for. Um, I don't I don't think like, oh, why hasn't it happened yet? Like, you know, those thoughts probably cross all of our minds, whatever happened is or whatever it is. Um, but every time anything like that comes to mind, I'm like, oh, some someone out there is like, helping me build this foundation mm. to where like no rug can be pulled under me. Like, yeah. And that's part of why I wanted to produce first is like, I can build this foundation and get in rooms in service to people. Mm. Because if you come in, say I like meet a big artist, right? Um, like fresh out LA first three days, or whatever. I meet someone like pretty big, right? If I'm an artist, I, I present myself as an artist, to that person, that's great. But it's also like, there's not much we could really do together if I'm, you know, no one yet, because unless they really like me for some reason, like they can only help me. I can't really help them as much, mm. but as a producer, it's like, you know, everyone could use some, some fire beats. Like absolutely, it's an, it's a service position to production, I think. Um, so that allowed me to get into more rooms and just build a more solid foundation, which then in turn helps my stuff. And I think there is a slight connotation with artists where it's like, oh, you're an artist. Like, you're, you moved to L.A., you're an artist. Like, yeah. you're going to, I don't know, people just, like, automatically make some maybe negative assumptions sometimes, whereas producer, it's, like, a bit more of a, There's a big, it feels, ambiguous, you know? It's not as, like, well, the it feels like there's a grind behind it. You know, being, when you, when you hear somebody say that they're a producer, you know that, that they could be doing very well and still not be doing very well as far as income and all these other things. There's a grind behind it. they could be doing it. super well and, like, you don't even know who you they are. You never know. Where it's, it's like, if you're an artist, vague. you have to be, like, if they don't know who you are or, like, don't somehow have heard of you, then, oh, you're not doing well. Exactly. You know what I mean? As a producer, it's, like, there's guys that, I mean, as far as in the industry goes, that are, like, killing it that, like, we probably know, but, like, my regular friends back home have no Would clue have no who, idea. you know, Max Martin is. <laughs> it's a max it's so it's the biggest <laughs> ever so a big part of moving out to la and fully betting on yourself is also understanding your place at that point in time and what i mean by that is you have to be willing to not think you're the big shot and learn from everybody you possibly can mm-hmm. and be okay with with starting from the bottom even though where you were prior maybe you were you were more talented or knew more than people around you. You have to be willing to come here and start from the bottom. Mm -hmm. And a big part of that, which I did and a lot of my friends did and you're doing now is being willing to get in the room with somebody who's more experienced and knows more and, and allow yourself to be the intern, allow yourself to be the assistant. And you're doing that with somebody right now. Who's one of the most, one of the most talented people in the game right now. I'll go out and say it. He's amazing. And Super talented. I know him from just two short experiences, and I understand that he's a genuinely good person. We're talking Absolutely. about Mitty. Yeah, shout out Mitty. Great guy. Um, phenomenal producer. And, and you were willing to go and, and just learn. 
mm-hmm. and that that's your job when you go into the studio with him is is to absorb I mean, stuff too but yeah yeah no like, totally but but your job for yourself is to absorb yeah, as much as possible sponge. yeah and and learn as much as you can and obviously be a helping hand in any way possible yeah but as far as your personal experience going there and absorbing as much information as possible and that's a big thing when people ask me what they could do to further their self in the industry if they're going to move out to LA the first thing I tell them is go intern at a studio go be, be the, the worst in the room be the worst in the room like LeBron always. had to stop playing at the park you know what I mean totally like you gotta <laughs> you have to I, I use the analogy or whatever you want to call it uh, I told my grandpa that <laughs> he's like why there though and I was like LeBron had to get out of the park you have to go like yeah. be the worst to become the best you know you have to be in rooms that you feel intimidated almost so you can learn totally. because otherwise like no one cares if you're the best at you know in this one little pocket where no one cares about the, the pocket JCC. anyway <laughs> jcc basketball yeah <laughs> i mean it's cool for like you know saturday tournaments whatever totally or sunday i guess spot but um <laughs> you surround yourself with the people that do have more experience and more yeah. knowledge than you, you. got to be the worst in the room when you uh that should just always be the goal. That's how you elevate and keep moving up to the next level and the next level is by being around people who are better than you. And in music, it is, you know, subjective, of course. Like, one of us could get a hit out of nowhere that's, like, way bigger than anyone we consider totally. way better than us. But, like, still, those don't really happen. Or maybe they do, but I don't think you can sustain it after unless you have that good foundation of, like, I was the worst in the room for so long and learned all these different things. Totally. And um, you still might be. You just got lucky. And that's a big part of this industry, too, is right place, right time. You'll get opportunities that don't come just from talent. Yeah. And that's a big thing that I think people also need to know is is the hardest thing for most musicians and most producers and, and most people who want this to become their career is they they have to realize that this career is not only about being the best in the room or, or eventually becoming the best in the room and, and learning how to, to do all these incredible things, but it's about networking and going out and meeting people and, and spreading your name as a human being as well as an artist. Yes. And that's something you've done very, very well. Thank you, you, you as well. Thank you. Um, and that's, that's how I know you is because I got invited to your birthday party from yeah, David. Yeah, that was so funny. After I've known David for two hours. Yeah, David's which... like, can my friend come to your birthday? I was like, who is it? He's like, oh, this guy. I might do an interview with him. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I think explains Whatever. David so well. He's, yeah, he, I, I trust he's, David. You know, if he's like, can I bring a friend? I'm like, yeah, it's David. He dude, if whoever. David says anything, I trust him. He's he's just, he's that kind of person. He's yeah. when you When you're that trustworthy for so many people, that's... You're just, you become a trustworthy person for everybody. He's like the definition of a good friend, you know? Yeah. Him and Danny both are like that. And same with Mickey. And I don't know Mitty well enough, but I assume that he's the same way too. Like all these guys who we end up getting in the room with, and Jake, um, who we end up getting in the room with as friends, who are also successful, have the same attribute of being a good person. Yeah, I think that that kind of those go hand in hand i think you can get success and be you know not the best person but you won't maintain it probably totally um and that's like you see people that get huge and then they're just like rude to everybody then no one it just falls you know choice um so i think when you can balance being dope as hell and also a good person and just maintain that and never lose sight of it i think that's what keeps people around for forever and that's what keeps 50 people in the room for shabbat where half the people aren't even of the religion, but they just want to be in that room yeah. with those people because 
we all treat each other like that. Yeah, absolutely. So before we wrap this up, who are a couple people that you think really helped you get to where you're at right now? Oh man. And then what would you tell <laughs> the long list? What would you tell a kid who wants to be where you're at right now, just from your experience? Last two questions. Okay. I'll do the list of people first. My mom, of course. Totally. Grandparents, whole family. Um, I have a very musical family, so that upbringing definitely influenced me. And a very hardworking family, so that those two things combined help a lot. Um, Danny, of course. David, Jake, Mickey, everybody out here that's looked out for me and uh, just kept me on track and let me know that I was on the right path and supported me. Um, all of the guidance in those situations. Um, all of my my friends back in Atlanta and in Charleston, um, definitely wouldn't be here without them. Totally. Supporting me from afar. Um, man, and then what was the second question? What would you tell somebody who is maybe where you were at two years ago? Damn. <laughs> it could be anything. It's just, just work hard. Like, it's work. It's Music is a sport. Mm. You're going to get better if you put more shots up, if you record every day, if you practice, if you write, if you produce, whatever you do, do it every day. Don't wait for like inspiration to come. Inspiration is amazing, but like if you don't have it, go find it. Mm. Um, but just like work and just, just don't be positive. Like and the best thing I ever did for my music is uh, ask myself, if I didn't make this, would I like it? Like, if this was someone else, would I be like, oh, that's so fire. Like, you have to ask. That's, like, what I ask myself and how I'm able to gauge where I'm at and, like, what I need to improve on and stuff. Um, and just just own it. Like, don't be afraid to get feedback. And always remember that you're going to get better. Like, you might not mm. be good, but if you give up, you're, like, that's the only way you can really fail. There's no fail. chance of getting better. Yeah, there's no chance of getting better if you give up. So, like, yeah. I couldn't sing worth a damn two years ago, three years ago. No, my first song is coming out Friday. Yeah, baby. And that's from not giving up and from working hard and from practicing every single day. And then, like, one day after you do that, you're going to look back and be like, oh, wow, I can hear the difference. That's amazing. Yep. So that was, like, a bit of a tangent of an answer. But no, I think no, I appreciate that. You got you to gotta be your biggest fan and understand that there's so much room to grow always. Yeah, I'll say this real quick. I just saw the the Kanye documentary, the genius one, the first act. Um, yeah, like the screening yeah. downtown or whatever. And uh, you can, I think it just came out last night. So if you watch that, you'll see him in Rockefeller playing All Falls Down for like the marketing lady. And she just like is on the phone, like does not care. And he's like trying to get everyone hype and no one cares. And he won, he got nominated for like 10 Grammys that year after the album came out. So just... Just push, believe in yourself. And if you like it, that overtakes everything. Like, if you're like, I love this song, don't don't listen to what anyone else thinks. Because if you put out a song that someone else loves and you don't, and it fails, you're going to feel a lot worse than if you love it and it fails. Yes, sir. Because if you love it, then you love it, and that's it. So, Well, dude, thank you so much for coming thank out you, here. Man. Thank you Everybody, for this Friday, go check out his new song, She. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you next time, guys. I'm Tristan. And this is an experiment. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. The experience is the experiment. <laughs>